Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family, as well as share information on social media. This way more people will learn the truth about the war in Ukraine. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 209 days, Ukraine defended itself against the forces of the Russian invasion. Russia plans to hold a series of fake referendums in the regions of Ukraine that are partially or completely under its control, reports Interfax Ukraine. The referendum are supposed to take place in parts of Kherson, Zaporizhia, Donetsk and Lugansk regions. The question for the referendum will be about joining Russia. The US, Germany, France and many other countries have already condemned these fake referendums and said that they won't recognize them. On Tuesday evening, Russian President Vladimir Putin was expected to give a speech in which he was supposed to announce the so-called referendums on the occupied territories of Ukraine, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Some experts were also expecting him to declare mobilization. The Russian TV channels even posted the announcements of the upcoming speech, but after two hours of waiting they were removed. Some of the Russian media informed that the speech may take place the next day. The US is expecting Putin to announce mobilization in Russia, reports Hromatske. The US National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan recalled that the Ukrainian military had recently conducted a successful counteroffensive in the east of the country. According to him, given these recent successes, Putin may be on the verge of making two decisions. First is the preparation for pseudo-referendums, which are violation of Ukrainian sovereignty. The second is the preparation for mobilization. Advisor to the head of the Office of the President of Ukraine, Mikhailo Podolyak, said that no illegal referendums will be able to stop the armed forces of Ukraine, reports Espresso TV. He added that the invaders should use the time they want to spend on those referendums to escape from Ukraine. In his evening video address, President Volodymyr Zelensky said that we haven't heard anything new from Russia so far. He stressed that more support is needed for the armed forces of Ukraine and other forces that are gradually restoring Ukraine's territorial integrity. Zelensky said that Ukraine informs its partners about what is happening and sees their understanding and support. The president called on Ukraine and the world to maintain the pressure, preserve unity and not to show any signs of weakness. The Russian parliament introduced the concepts of mobilization and wartime into the criminal code, as well as approved amendments regarding responsibility for various disobedience during mobilization or during wartime, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The parliament toughened responsibility for failure to comply with a military order, leaving the place of service without permission, desertion, evasion of duty, violation of service rules, loss of military property. The State Duma introduced criminal liability of up to 10 years of imprisonment for voluntarily surrender to the enemy, and up to 15 years for looting. The US Defense Department released a statement that it is discussing the possibility of transferring modern tanks to Ukraine, reports Interfax Ukraine. At the moment, it is focused on sourcing Soviet-type tanks that could be provided for current battles very quickly, but the United States is open for other options. The U.S. Defense Department officials stress that the U.S. authorities understand that the day will come when the Ukrainian armed forces may want to make the transition and may need to switch to NATO-compatible models. He stressed that such transition requires substantial training, maintenance and sustainment consideration. 
Prime Minister of Ukraine Denis Migal said that the International Monetary Fund mission will start work on a new special program for Ukraine in October, reports Gunyan. He said it after the meeting with the head of the IMF, Kristalina Georgieva, in New York. Early in September, the IMF provided 1.4 billion US dollars to Ukraine in urgent aid. Financial Times informs that the UK Prime Minister Liz Truss will announce during her trip to the United States this week that London intends to allocate at least 2.6 billion US dollars in 2023 to support Ukraine, reports Ekonomichna Pravda. According to the media sources, this is the amount of help provided this year and in 2023 the UK will allocate either the same amount or even more. According to the results of an opinion poll conducted by the Kyiv International Institute of Sociology and the National Democratic Institute, some 92% of Ukrainians want Ukraine to join the EU and 79% to join NATO, reports Interfax Ukraine. A historic high 95% support Ukraine becoming a fully functioning democracy. Respondents identified freedom of speech, equal justice for all, and free and fair elections as the three most important characteristics of a fully functioning democracy. The level of optimism remains strong. 86% of Ukrainians are optimistic about the future. 95% of Ukrainians fully trust the armed forces of Ukraine. We would really appreciate if you could support us on our Patreon. Even $5 a month will help us to continue our work and present to you the latest news from Ukraine. As a token of our gratitude for your support, you will get access to a series of exclusive episodes on wartime life in Ukraine. From this series you will learn how ordinary Ukrainians live in times of invasion, what they eat, how they travel, celebrate, what music they listen to, and much more. To subscribe to our Patreon, follow the link in the description to this episode. Thank you! We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.